Welcome to another exciting broadcast of the decline and fall of America. I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor, broadcasting live from the Foggy Mountain Studios and the Great Misty Beyond. Today we have a fascinating subject for discussion. We're going to be talking about why Americans are less likely to have sex, less likely to have a partner, meaning a lover, and are less likely to get married than ever before. Wow, that's a mouthful. I mean, that's a lot to digest. And it comes from no other source other than CNN. Now, CNN is not my favorite publication. In recent years, they've been basically a politicized train wreck. So I'm not going to defend CNN, and I'm not going to try to say that it's a a great news source because it isn't in its current form. But on occasion, they do have an article that certainly gets attention, and this is one of them. So I'm going to read this article, and then when I'm done reading the article, we can discuss it. I'll tell you kind of a little bit of my thoughts on it, and you can make up your own mind as to what you think about it. But the statistics that are given in this article, I believe, are accurate. And so let's discuss it. The title of the article is, quote, Americans less likely to have sex, partner up, and get married than ever, unquote. And again, that's from CNN, so you can find it on your own if you want to read the whole article. I'm not going to read the entire article. It's pretty long, but I am going to read something, part of it, a portion of it. So here we go. Quote, we're at a 30-year low for sex. 26% of Americans ages 18 and up didn't have sex once over the past 12 months, according to the 2021 General Social Survey. You might think that that is just a pandemic effect, but it's part of a long-term trend. The two years with the next highest percentage of adults saying that they didn't have sex once in the past year were 2016, 23%, and 2018, 23%. The last two times the survey was conducted, and before 20. 2004, the highest percentage of Americans who said that they hadn't had sex in the past year was only 19%. But last year's survey was also the first time that percentage of Americans who had had sex once a month or less topped 50%. Let me read that sentence again to you. Last quote, last year's survey was also the first time that the percentage of Americans who had sex once a month or less topped 50%. In 1989, 35% of American adults had sex once a month or less. Some of this has to do with fewer people getting married and an aging population, but that doesn't explain it all. Quote, among married couples under the age of 60, 26% had sex once a month or less in 2021. In 1989, it was 12%. The 1980s really were better for sex. Quote, we're at a 30-year low for living together. Quote, it's not just sex. Some 62% of Americans, ages 25 to 54, lived with a partner or were married, according to a 2021 Pew Research Center study of 2019 U.S. Census data. This included 53% who were married, 9% who were cohabitating. That is well below the 71% of couples who lived together in 1990, Back then, 67% were married and 4% were cohabitating. You, you, quote, you might think that the growing share of unmarried people living without a spouse is due to rising educational levels among women who don't need the financial support of a man. And the statistics tell a different story, though. 
Better educated people and higher wage earners are the most likely to live with a partner or be married. A lot of people won't get married if they don't think it's financially feasible, according to the Pew polling. Quote, there's also been a higher increase in unmarried men living alone, 10 points, than women, 7 points, compared to the 1990 baseline. Quote, partnership is at a low, not just marriage. Could it be the case that people are still in relationships but don't want to be tied down by either living together or being married? Yes, but the statistics suggest something else is cooking. Quote, the General Social Survey has, on and off since 1986, asked participants whether they had a steady partner. This past year, 30% of adults aged 25 to 54 indicated that they did not have a steady partner. In 1986, it was 20%. In fact, the percentage of 25 to 54-year-olds who said they didn't have a steady partner has never topped 23% prior to the 2010s, but it's been 25% or above in every survey since. Interestingly, as the population ages and more baby boomers have gotten above the age of 55, the percentage of older folks in a relationship has stayed fairly steady in the mid to high 60s on average. That means that this trend towards singledom is more about young people than older people. It's the same with sex. The percentage of those age 55 and older not having any sex in the last year is 40%, and it's about the same as it was 30 years ago. Quote, many Americans won't get their partner a card for Valentine's Day. Well, this is, this is interesting. A 2022 Manmouth University poll found that a mere 55% of Americans in relationships receive a Valentine's Day card from their partner, unquote. So it's just kind of interesting, kind of interesting what's going on here. What you see here is that Americans are having sex less and less. They are getting married less and less. They are living together less and less. And they are less likely to be in a relationship with a partner than ever before. Now, this is according to CNN. And again, I don't like CNN. I found them to be inaccurate and overly politicized. But I don't see anything political in this article. So the usual things that strangle the truth when it comes to CNN reporting don't seem to be present in this article. But basically what you have here is you have a society that's not really partnering up and having sex anymore. Now, granted, a majority of Americans still are doing that, but it's the lowest level ever recorded. So if these trends continue, you know what's going to happen in the future. I know what's going to happen in the future. If these trends continue, people that are married or people that are cohabitating or people that have a partner and are in a relationship or people that are even just having regular sex are soon going to become a minority of people. That's what's going on. So it's interesting and fascinating to me to see how quickly these trends have grown. This has happened in my lifetime. This has not happened, you know, over generations and generations. This is rapid social change that we are watching. We are watching the fabric of America decline. It's being shredded. It's being ripped apart. Now, what's doing that? We can debate. Is it because women are more in the workforce than ever before? Maybe. Is it because women are earning more money than ever before? Maybe. Is it because women are more educated than ever before? Maybe. But let's look at men at the same time. Is it because men don't participate in the workforce as much anymore? Maybe. Is it because men are now being out-educated by women? Maybe. Is it because men don't see any advantage in partnering up anymore? Maybe. I mean, so... And also, what about social stigma? There used to be social stigma attached 
to if you were, you know, doing this kind of a thing, if you if you were single and unattached. I mean, people used to be judgmental about it. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think people look and they go, oh, whatever, you know, no big deal. So I think that the social stigma that used, you know, people were dining alone or at the movie alone or or they just, you know, they didn't have somebody to bring to a family event like a wedding or or a funeral or a bar mitzvah or something. I think I think people used to look down on the single people midlife that would show up without a partner. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think people don't even think twice about it. So the social stigma that used to be attached to people that were in midlife that didn't have a partner, I don't think that's there anymore. Now, is it possible that people aren't doing these things because of social media? Maybe. One of my earlier podcasts pointed out the fact that women in this country are now on their cell phones almost 11 hours every day. That's 77 hours per week. Now, imagine that. What time do you have for sex or partnering up or living with someone if you're always on your cell phone? And men aren't much better. Men are on their cell phones a lot, not as much as women, but men are also playing video games more. So when you combine the video games and the cell phones and watching television and all the rest of that, well, is there any other? Is, are people putting any energy into relationships or having sex at all? And then let's look at the obvious, the rise in internet pornography. I mean, people, you know, are they not having sex with partners because they're watching porn and, and are, be, have, are becoming auto-erotic? Are they just not interested in having a partner and all that means because pornography is prevalent and they have substituted pornography for human relationships? Or is it that the pandemic added to the problem? Or, you know, you tell me, is it social media? You know, you see groups of people, especially young teenage girls, they sit next to each other, they walk next to each other, but they're all texting and none of them are talking to each other. Well, if girls can't even talk with other girls, how the heck are they supposed to talk to guys? They just don't have the communication skills anymore because they're always on their cell phone and they're used to texting and not talking. Is the lack of communication skills what is now causing an epidemic of singleness, lack of relationships, not living together, not having regular sex? I mean, it's shocking when you think that a third of Americans haven't had sex in a year. I mean, personally, to me, that's unthinkable. Why would you want to do that? But that's what's going on right now. So I'm not saying I have the answers. I don't think the CNN article offered any of the answers. It just raised the questions and offered the statistics. Maybe you've got some of the answers. Maybe you know what's going on or what's causing this. I mean, this is a big social trend. And what does it mean for American society when people are no longer a team, when everyone's trying to do everything on their own? Can they raise a family or children successfully on their own without having a partner? Much more difficult to do that. Can they hold down a job at the same time they're raising a family without a partner? Again, much more difficult to do that. And what about their own personal life satisfaction? If you're always being dragged between your work and whatever else you're supposed to be doing and you don't have a partner to be able to share work with or distribute things with or to team up with or, or even to pay the bills with or to, to share expenses or to share emotional highs or emotional lows or even to care for a dog. If, you know, if you're the only person in the house, how does that happen? So I don't know, people. I'm just asking the question. But I, I got a sense, I have a feeling that if family structure declines, if the amount of sex that people are having declines, if people aren't even in romantic relationships anymore, can that possibly be good for America? 
I don't think so. I mean, not that everyone has to be paired up at all times in their life. You can have different phases of your life. You can be paired up for a few decades and then unpaired and then paired up again. I mean, that's that's certainly understandable. You know, divorce and being widowed and or being a widower or, or tragic accidents or disease or illness or whatever. I mean, those things do happen. So I understand that people can go through parts of life and be uncoupled for that. But this seems to be different. This seems to be people that have never coupled. They're, they're not even making the initial steps. And it's just becoming a way of life at an early age. So what does that mean, you know, if the young generation that's coming up is not pairing off? So you look into the birdcage of life and there's only one bird in there. There's not two. What does that mean for loneliness and suicide and depression and despair? all of which are off the charts. What does that mean for mental illness, which is off the charts? What does that mean for drug addiction and alcoholism, which is off the charts? Is it possible that these are all manifestations of the fact that Americans are lonelier than ever before? That ironically, in an age of social media and internet connections, that people are unable to really truly connect with each other. I read an article not too long ago that said the average American has not made a single new friend in five years. That's tragic. Don't let that be you. I am Charles Factor, your worldwide podcasting host, broadcasting live from the Foggy Mountain Studios and the Great Misty Beyond, asking you, what does this mean for the decline and fall of America? Have a great day.